I'm Tori. And this is Kikanza. And we're two chicks with no headboard. Talking about dating and relationships in your 30s and 40s. Well, join us for the shenanigans every Sunday where you listen to your podcast. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, y'all may remember we have part two, so we just gonna jump right on in there. Enjoy. start by saying I don't know what science they put together but I'm not gonna say his name I'm gonna call him um I wish he was his I wish he was mine um so let me see how can I I wish he was mine paired up with me um he was 44 I was then let's see I'm 39. I was three years ago. Yeah. So I was 36. Okay. And according to eHarmony, we had 100% compatibility on affection, 100% compatibility on relationship values, and 100% compatibility on physical intimacy. I'm talking about according to eHarmony, this nigga was my husband. (laughs) <laughs> so we meet and uh I'm gonna just tell you how reckless I am so and obviously him too so we talked for probably I don't know a month no March April two months we talked for two months FaceTime and you know all the shit and then he came and visited me um in May March April May yeah in May I ain't never seen this man face to face. He drove down from Louisiana to see me in Illinois at the time. Girl, that nigga ran up on me. Oh, he smashed immediately. And I was just like, oh my God, eHarmony was right. 100% physical intimacy. We here, we here. We had the most vibes, laughing, all that shit. Um, I think that relationship lasted nine months. And it was because of my insecurity. And I felt like he was, honestly, I felt like he was too good for me. And I just kept wondering, like, why is he with me? Like, I had no idea. Like, I really... I knew what I brought to the table, but didn't. I knew it in my, in my head, like one plus one equals two. But my heart was like, but what about one and a half? Like I couldn't, I couldn't reconcile in my heart that I was enough. But according to the app, shit, that man should have been my husband. That makes me sad that you felt like that it didn't work out because you, so you're saying you kind of stood in your own way. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That makes me sad. I mean, he had, of course, some issues because everybody's human. We all got some issues. 
Um, but when I'm owning my shit, because I can't own his, but when I'm owning my shit, that insecurity was a bitch. Mm. Um, I want to talk about one more. There's okay. this guy. Um, I never actually met him, but this was on Hinge, and he reached out. Uh, his he was 33, 6'2", boss at self-employed. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he looks like, ooh, like built, like you know, tight medium shirt showing all the six packs. And then on his, like, you know how it can tell you the little prompts or whatever. And the prompt, it says, I'll brag about you to my friends if you can squat 225 pounds. Wait, wait, wait. He is going to brag to his friends that his woman, Mm -hmm. the the woman he's dating, can can squat almost the equivalent of a man his weight? Yeah, correctly. That's right. That's right. I'd be a little scared of that if I were a man, but okay. So I was looking at him like, well, bitch, I'm 220. Does that count? (laughs) (laughs) So swiped left on him. Okay. And then there was this other guy who had, okay, I'm going to actually, let me see how I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him Soap on the Head. Because in his profile picture... Wait, you said soap on the head? Yes, in his profile picture, he has... He's sitting in the tub. And I will say this, his tub looks like the tile. Because you know how tile, you see somebody in the tub and you be like, bitch, you ain't had no Tylex, no no bleach to that mildew. This, This tub, it's very clean. It looks like a brand new tub tile. Everything looks really good. But in the tub, he's got, like, um, a hat of suds. Like, he's put a hat of suds on his face, and he's on, a, on, on his head, and, and his face is like, yeah, that's right. You looking at this fucking hat full of suds on my face. It's just, and it says, the I mean, most compatible. We th- we're still talking about e-harmony with this one. At this point, we're talking about hinge. Oh, okay. This was last year around July, and um, that was uh, who they compa- They said I was compatible with. They said we should meet. Um, no, I hinge, we, should, hinge, we should have a conversation because I oh, should not be meeting a man who puts a profile <laughs> picture up of himself sitting in a tub. Yes. Like, I don't even understand. It's actually really funny. Hold on, I'm going to send it to you. Well, you're searching for that picture, you just reminded me of a profile that I came across just the other day. Mm-hmm. And can we talk about the lies upon lies upon lies? Ooh, tell, t- t- tell the truth and shame the devil. <laughs> lies that exist in online dating. Now, I, I know you can meet a person in real life and they can lie to you. Mm-hmm. But and they do. Is a propensity for more lying to happen online. And this will go check them. This profile, n- nobody boo. <laughs> <laughs> Not a damn, because everybody is right on the on the internet. It must be true. It's on the internet, so. <laughs> 
So I came across this person's profile. Now, I don't think, as a matter of fact, I know he doesn't know me. We have been in the same circles. He has friends that are also friends of mine. And I actually know his brother. Okay. Um, I met his brother many, many years ago. Um, So I knew it was him when I saw him. But if you read his profile, he has created a whole new version of himself. Oh, he's reinvented himself. Oh, he's an artist. Completely. He's an artist, all right. (laughs) That is a change artist. (laughs) Artist. Artist that you might need to look around for your purse when he leaves because it might be gone. What is what does it say? His profile says that he's just a guy from LA. He is not from LA. Oh wait, so he just he he wants to be from LA. Is that what he said? <laughs> it didn't say that, but. Oh. It did say that he is a um, TV and film producer, so maybe he is producing a whole new life. Because oh. outside of that, he's this, he he's he's manifesting. <laughs> he is really really hard because he is not a TV and film producer. <laughs> he is not from LA. He says, "Speak to he, those things as though they were." Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, what else he say? Um, and he's got this, he's got this, I don't know, um, I don't know if this is a, a modeling headshot of himself. Up, okay. But here's the thing, if, if I'm trying to get to know you on a dating app, I don't want a profile pic of you with some sunglasses on. I can't uh, even see yeah. your face. I mean, you might have a lazy eye, which is okay, but I need to see that, babe. <laughs> You know, like I smile with my teeth. My teeth, you know, truly crowding is not cute, but they're mine. And I would be lying to you if I didn't smile in at least one of my pictures so you can see that I've got some crowding. And one day, if this podcast makes some money, I can get some braces. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so what else he's got on there? <laughs> the lies. And then, so the, the, oh, I got your picture. Why is this man wearing fuzz on his head? Back, He's back wearing what? Your, your, ba- your back bar? Oh, you're talking about the um, foam hat. Yeah. He, yeah. He literally has fuzz all over his head, y'all. Yeah. He's sitting in the back now, now, you know what? Hindsight, I was at the point where I was like, oh my God, I'm just over all the bullshit. I, w- I, I should have actually swiped yes on him. Because... Why? Because he looks goofy as fuck, and I might be down for the shit. <laughs> I agree, he does. Like, we probably would fucking die laughing together. Because <laughs> that say, shit like, is you, redonkulous. <laughs> yeah, you could have a good laugh. I, I would, if, if I had to choose from uh, Mr. Magician creating a new life and studs on his head sitting in a bathtub, I would choose studs on his head There's sitting in a bathtub. Th- yeah, the studs hat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, but wait. Is this the one where he's he's uh, five foot nine? The, the lies. And, and the lies. Oh, wait, continue. this is a different one. 
So, yeah, and here's the bad thing about dating apps. Um, and you think when you're in this big city of over 2 million people, which I will say, this is the pros of dating apps, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, there is a bigger um, population of people that are available to you that you wouldn't yeah. potentially meet. I've, I've met somebody and dated them, and he literally lives, like, less than five minutes away from me. Aww. I never met I never met him in my entire or life. Or ran into and him, like, at the store or nothing? No. Like you oh, never looked at and was like, oh, I have seen you. Nothing. I prob- we probably had been in the same places oh, at wow. some point in life because what's kind of ironic about that. So we met on a dating app and we had plans. We made plans to go out on a date that weekend. Well, uh-huh. on, on a Sunday. On Friday night, I went out that Friday night. I uh-huh. saw him at the place that I was at Friday night. Oh. It's like y'all was meant to date. Right, but now we're just friends. (laughs) But wait, you're friends now? Yeah, we're friendly. It didn't, like, we're not, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Um, We're just not compatible with our personalities. We just aren't compatible with one another. But he's a really nice guy. Um, Yeah, we're still friendly with one another. Um, So, yeah. I like that. I I, I do like that about, yeah, about dating apps. Like, it allows you to meet people that, are literally in your own neighborhood, but you don't even meet them. <laughs> that would blow my mind if I get back on this hinge, which I am, and I'm gonna get that BLK app. Uh, if I get back on here and like, what if someone in my apartment complex is on there? Girl, do you know how much fucking yeah. I'm supposed to be doing? Girl, <laughs> ooh wee. 2021 is gonna get off to a better start than 2020. All right, everybody, I'm not a complete slur. I mean, I have been let you know what I'm gonna just say it. I have been celibate um for three years. I'm hurting. So just putting it out there. Okay. Moving on. Um (laughs) I apologize for your sexuality. That's why I'm so abrasive. (laughs) Um Yes. So, okay. So this guy is a, a con artist. He's a complete liar. And, yes, uh, and con artist number two. Yes. Um, he is another one that I came across and I've met him in real life. Like I met, had a whole conversation with him, um, played a game with him at mm-hmm. a, a, social, a social function. He don't remember? Well, I didn't swipe. I didn't swipe. On him. Okay. Like I'm, I'm so not uninterested. Um, But when I saw him on the dating app, I was like, well, this is interesting. Because on this dating app, it says you're 5'9". Stop it. Because, okay, wait, let's, for context, everybody, Kikansa is 5'4". I'm 5'7", because I know you're a little shorter than me. Um, And he's shorter than me (laughs) while he put 5'9 on his profile. He's manifesting too. Yeah, right. He's taller. Yeah. I'm gonna be taller. Not gonna happen. She was a little bit taller. He wish he was a baller. He does. I'm gl- I'm glad we 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 brought that old school song into play because he does. So all his profile pictures, you've seen them. So what would you guess his profession is based okay. on the photos he put on his dating app? All right, so everybody, I have not 
got to this part because I asked her to specifically not tell me more because I wanted it to be an authentic reaction. To give you guys context, he's in a suit and he looks nice. He's sitting down, which I thought that was funny based off of the 5'9 comment versus him being like probably five foot. But he's sitting down um, with his legs crossed. He's got his watch showing. He looks like a professional, like maybe he's an analyst or like a project manager, something in that arena. He, that's what he looks like he does. So yeah, what, what does he do? He is a barber. And that has nothing against Barbara. Uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Wait, what did he say he did? He really didn't say on the I didn't see app. that on the app either. Okay. Yeah, okay. he didn't say. He, he, he very um, <laughs> purposefully, I think, left that off, just like he did with his actual height. You know what, though? Here's the thing about a barber. Like, I know a couple barbers. They yes. not broke. Like, exactly. I don't even I don't during even the pandemic, they weren't so broke. Bad. People were breaking. They were, girl, people was, some people was actually abiding by it, but most people was going over niggas' houses and getting their damn hair cut because they, like, I, I can't look like this. My girl about to leave me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there's no reason for him to be ashamed of that or or None. or, or None. to hide that Nothing. Um, interesting but he did have a nice lining i don't know if you remember me saying that when i saw his picture i was like oh he's got a nice haircut he had a big forehead i thought but other than that i mean i'm not trying to birth your big-headed baby so you know it's cool um but yeah i don't know why he would hide something like that i don't either but it just goes to the dishonesty like I came across this guy's profile that said, I'm, I'm just on here to see what y'all on here lying about. And he you know what? <laughs> I, I appreciate the candid statement. And I too, sir, am here with you in solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> We're all here for the shenanigans as well. Right. You know what, though? I think this next time around, I'm going to be a little bit less judgmental and have a little bit more fun. Good. Like I want more stories. Like I want more content for this podcast. So I <laughs> the dating app is the place to get it. Girl. Not to really just be like, sure, sure. Yeah. That is that is not what I'm looking for, but that is all I seem to keep getting is content for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's actually talk about. What are the questions that you think are acceptable in the first interaction? Like when you first swipe, you guys, you know, you go through the, the winks, the highs, the likes. What's okay. the first things that someone should ask you? And what do you think are the things that people shouldn't ask? Like, just wait, give it a second. I think, okay, so I will ask someone, if they have something interesting that they have written in their profile, I will typically start out the conversation asking them about that. Uh -huh. Or if they have a picture on their profile that's in a place where I'm like, ooh, where is that? What are they doing? Yeah. I will start the conversation out about that. I try my best not to start a conversation out with, what do you do for a living? I mean, oh. we'll get to that. I don't yeah. think that there's anything wrong with talking about that, but... Yeah. 
it's just kind of a boring start to me personally but um i do understand that a, a lot of people that that's a valid question so i'm not saying that it's it's discounting the question it's just mm -hmm. not how i prefer to start out the conversation what about you I agree with that. Um, they put all this information on their profile for a reason. Let's talk right. about it. This is what Let's you want me that. to see. You obviously think it's great that you were surfing in California. I, let's talk about it. You obviously think, and here, let, let me be clear. I have never swiped right on a Nan person surfing, okay? Uh, I would. because I cannot swim. So that is not an activity we can partake in. Together. I can't even swim, my nigga. So uh, I just, I don't even know why I said surfing. But all I'm saying is that if you put it on your profile, you want to talk about it. So let's talk about it. Um, the whole what do you do? I'm going to speak from a place of a bit of insecurity. Um, and I don't know if it's insecurity or if it's just a realization. I'm kind of a realist in, in a sense. I'm not exactly ecstatic about what I do for a living. I am um, not saying that I'm going to quit my job, uh, but, you know, it doesn't, it's not something I'm passionate about. It's not something that, you know, when I talk about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I get goosebumps, you know, or something I really want to relive. Like when I'm at work, I'm at work and I don't want to talk about that shit outside of work. Just know I'll never ask you for no money, my nigga. So uh, let's talk about something I like, like food because that you will be paying for. <laughs> um, you know, so like, yeah, I just think for me, work is a sensitive subject just because I don't necessarily find myself passionate about what I do. But if someone asks, I would be like, yeah, with some technical support, no big deal. But I'm glad that you said that because it is a sensitive subject apparently for someone I struck up a conversation with in the last week on a dating app. You tell. And he told me, now he had his profession listed. He said he was in sales. Uh -huh. I was interested in this only because I just kind of stereotyping salespeople. Uh -huh. They do, they have a lot of, like the conversationalist, you have to be in order to, to get the sale. Yeah. Um, and his conversation was a little lacking on, on the messaging on the app. So I dug in a little deeper by asking him what type of sales does he do? Yeah. And apparently I dug too deep. Are you serious? <laughs> Dead Wait, serious. what did he say? He said that's private. Okay, I'm sorry. Are, we, are you in sales for developing a COVID Nigga, are vaccine? you in sales for pharmaceutical streets? Pharmaceutical sales? Nigga, this ain't even... I'm sorry. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm a trigger. <laughs> I'm a trigger too, honestly. <laughs> so I, I actually went back to him and to let him know, like, great, keep your job private. I yeah. actually care less about what it is you do. Yeah. I'm just puzzled why you can't seem to hold a decent conversation. Yeah. Like, I'm curious at this point. I'm not like pressed, I'm curious. Like, I'm curious, and then I'm curious why your grammar and spelling is poor as well. Ooh, well, you know, <laughs> I, I try not to judge people on that, but I do, I do. And that's just because I feel like with, 
and I'm not saying that you have to have all the T's. I'm mean, not T's. I'm not saying that you have to have all your words capitalized and use punctuation okay. and semicolons and ellipses. I'm not saying that. I am saying though, I should understand what the fuck you're talking about because even in shorthand, like this this new age bullshit that they're doing, like I need to know you're not twelve. I need to know that you have the intelligence to put together a proper sentence if need be. And some some of y'all on these these messages cannot. Yeah. You cannot. And but and I judge too. But I, I I'm I'm sorry, I'm a journalism major in English minor. <laughs> I have I have a tote bag that says I'm silently judging your grammar because I am. <laughs> Did he say, uh, did he type your Y-O-U-R? No, but he did not He did not know the proper dares. T-H-E-R-T-H-E-I-R T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. Oh, poor baby. Oh, dear. You're really, you're cute, but you're stupid. And, uh, you know, if you're going to be stupid, you got to be funny. You can't just yeah. be uh, stupid and aloof. Um, yeah. No. And you're in sales. You're lying. You're well, lying. So, so he did tell something. me that he's in athletic, it was it an athletic shoe sales? Oh, he worked at Foot Locker? <laughs> Listen. If you work at Foot Locker, my nigga, just say so, because I need a discount. I've been meaning to get some new walking shoes. <laughs> Niggas ain't earned a discount, always asking for something. Shit, you know how we be. Shit, I got a nigga who work at, you know, he gonna give me a little hookup and whatnot. Oh, okay, well, you know, he also gonna lose his job, so. Okay. Um, but yeah, I hate that he was like, kind of like, because I saw his picture, I remember you, I know who you're talking about. Because yeah. he's attractive. And I think this is the thing where men feel like the catch now. And now we're on the prowl. Like, did you wait? Oh, hey, wait. Did you meet him on Bumble? I did. There it is. The, listen, yeah. I'm telling you. These are the kind of niggas who want you to chase. Yeah. Not all of them. Because I know that's a hasty generalization. But I would have to bank that a good 65% of them, over 50 definitely, are on there because they don't want to work. They don't want to work for no pussy. They don't want to do the work, you're uh -huh. right. And, and here's the problem with that. You can't start out men, they can't, you can't start out the relationship with a woman doing the chase and the woman in the aggressive role yes. and, then think, and then think that's gonna change later on. Ooh. It's probably not. Absolutely not. It will not. It will not change until the, there is a strong shift in the dynamic. So like I, as a woman, uh, as a single woman, as, and you know this as well, all my single ladies out there, y'all know this shit too. <laughs> when you are single, there is a, it's, I don't know how to explain it, but it, I'm gonna try my best. There's a level of protection that you almost uh, feel like, you can't let down because you have no protector. You don't have your father because you're you're grown. You're grown ass woman. You live on your own. You take care of your bills. You take care. You don't. You don't need anyone for anything. You are your sole beneficiary. You are it. Your emergency contact 
<laughs> it's you, bitch. It's you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like when you are having to, you know, go into the workforce and assert yourself, then you have to try to become this docile, submissive, uh, calm, demeanored woman in a relationship. That shit is, it, it takes a mental light bulb to turn off, to not be like, look, nigga, do you have anything? Because like, I, 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 I don't have any more to give. Like, I gave it all out there. You know, I gave it all went for my house, you know, to make sure that I'm not homeless. I gave it all at work to make sure that people don't walk over me because I'm a woman. I gave it all. Now I got to come into this relationship and nigga, I can't. I think that, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm speaking from my place, I would be happy, honestly, to walk into that and hand it over to you. <laughs> not you think I want what I would? <laughs> not all of my decision-making abilities and powers and I mean I am still an individual who can make decisions for myself don't get yeah, me wrong absolutely but my main reason of food I'm always have my own yeah I, I don't mind somebody who wants to lead me as long as you want to lead me in the right direction come on now best for the both of us yes. not just you that's it and it's really not magic it's not it's, it's just really you know like y'all feel like and i'm talking to you men out there y'all feel like and not all of you because some of y'all real good and hey out there <laughs> but y'all feel like y'all the catch and while you are an eligible bachelor women are the catch and we're not being chased anymore we're at this bumble stage of life where post-feminism, women are on their fucking own. And the idea that a woman should have to come into a relationship and still have to find her fucking way in your life <laughs> is bullshit. But, you know, we do it because uh, procreation and, you know, survival, yeah, yeah. you know, we're not, nobody wants to live alone. You can live alone if you want, but I did that shit for five days in my apartment when we had no electricity and water. And let me tell you, it changes you. That that fucking shit had me, I ain't gonna lie, a couple of days after, I had just a, a tinge. Like, I do not take the words PTSD. Um, but those five days, I could not imagine if it was like Katrina or something and I was by myself. It was just cold. It was 47 degrees in my apartment. I was by myself under my covers, freezing no water all i could do was make sure i thank goodness i had bottled water before it all happened i didn't even know it was coming and and crackers and all i could think was god after this i don't ever want to be this alone again yeah it was just like nobody there so yeah we put up with this bullshit <laughs> because ideally somebody wants to live in solitary confinement for the fucking rest of their life and, and you know what I, i'm glad that you, you say that too because even the men who are out there talking to multiple women don't want to step up to the plate don't want to be don't want to do the work they don't want to be alone either period let, let's be real yeah i don't care how independent of a woman you are how much period. of a boss you are what you don't want to do is die alone yeah. you don't no, 
No. And when, and when men get older, cause see, here's the thing. I'm not saying that we don't need anyone. I'm not saying that. No, I'm not. Men, Lord, Jesus, Buddha, all of them. I am not saying that. What I'm saying is that women, women don't need as much help uh, post, I would say post-feminism as I feel like women. Women, if we get sick, hey, first of all, once a month, our vagina pushes us and punches us in the heart, head, and 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 and, and groin. So you know, like once a month, we're we're pushing through. We come to work while our uterus is literally playing bongos on our pelvis, and we're like, "Thank you for calling." Blah 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 blah. I'm so happy and bleeding. How can I help you? And we're just we're designed to just push through. Whereas men, if they get a cold, they're like, oh my God, I can't, like, yo. I've literally been in a relationship where I, I was sick and he was like, what's wrong with you? You're not your usually, usually happy self. I was like, well, it's summertime and I have a temperature of like 102. So yeah, I'm not, I'm still not feeling, you know, my greatest today. Happy right now, but, but I mean, still, I managed to make dinner and engage yeah. with him anyway. Even yeah. though my head is pounding, my nose is running. It's summer outside, and I feel like it's summer in my body as well. Cause what you gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna do? Nothing. So I might as well make sure I take care of things because that's what I've been doing. I've been groomed to do my whole life is take care of things. Right. Like right. even when you think yeah. about a little girl is groomed to take care of her dollies and while men or little boys are expected to just ram trucks into the wall and build blocks of legos and you know like i i think all our lives we're taught to uh figure it out and And stay out of the way and don't cause too much trouble and don't be a bitch about it and uh we figured it out um and then we're like you know what I'd lay this hat down if there was any place to put it. <laughs> but you guys, who The hat, um, my coat, my sweater, my gloves, my my scarf. Like, I'm just holding too many things. Too much. Too much. But you know, yeah. you do it because you have to. Not because yeah. you want to. Because all these men out here like, that's what y'all wanted. Y'all women wanted these. First of all, first of all. I was not a part of this post-feminism. I was not a part of that movement. Because had I had any say in this shit, I'd have stood by my man. <laughs> I was that, I would have been that bitch. Bitches would have hated me. Like, Tori, could you please just help us out? Look, my husband is not beating on me. I'm sorry yours is. That is unfortunate. But I'm having a good life over here and I've done nothing wrong, okay? But no, nah, like, everybody didn't subscribe to this idea that women can do everything better. I, I don't want to do everything like a man. I'm a woman. I like being soft. I like it. Like I'm talking hard and all fuck shit shit now, but in a relationship, I'm very soft. Like I know one of my superpowers is being a woman. Like and I'm not I'm not doing it um yes authentically, I don't think, but no. I have learned that that is my superpower one of my superpowers. And I love leaning into it. I love it. Girl. I remember when I was dating um the dude I wish that was my husband. Mm-hmm. When I was dating him, 
when I would let it happen, I was like, ooh, man, it feels good to just let somebody take control. It felt so good because he was the kind of guy like he, I mean, he knew what he wanted. He, he, you need this. Let me get this. Let me take care of this for you. Oh, your car broke down. Let me make sure I fix that. Girl, he was that kind of guy. And I was just like, I mean, he had some issues. No, I'm not saying he was perfect. But that part of him, I was like, that's all I want. Just you, you, you somebody need that. to take care of it. I think that is, and, and I've said this, sometimes before to friends of mine who who are in um marriages uh yeah mostly marriages um that they don't know and I mean I'm sure at some point in life they've known what it's like to be independent of their their spouse but it it is rough like even like you said what you dealt with with um having no electricity no water um COVID in itself it, mm-hmm. it is, I, I have heard the gripes of so, and, and I'm not saying that they are, they're unwarranted. They completely are. Yeah. Um, parents who've had to do double duty as work and homeschool and teacher and, and all of these things. But when I was unfortunately exposed to COVID, yeah, what I thought about was, well, I'm going to be in here by myself. Like, how? what if I need some water? What if I need, like, I mean, thank God for being able to order your groceries online these Girl. days. What if I need something? Yeah. I, I am responsible for it. You are. With COVID so, or not. Uh, and, and, and it's like, there's, I know a girl, or I know a woman, she's like 60... 66 or something like that she's six, she's <laughs> over 65 and well she's over no she has she has to be over 62 because she's just started pulling her social security so okay. i don't know why that was relevant anyway so she was talking about how when this whole you know thing happened where we lost our electricity how how lonely it was and how scary it was just the idea of being alone mm-hmm. like that and her church um uh sisters uh, one of them, she's married, got kids, all that. She was like, oh my God. She was like, it was horrible. I just thought about this. You were alone. Like you were <laughs> alone? She was like, yeah. <laughs> like who, who, who was there? Right. Uh, yeah. Like you, I just, she was like, well, what, what did you do? She was like, I almost burned my clothes because it was so cold. But I oh just, she was like, I just went ahead and stayed under the covers and I just made a huge fort and I just, I just stayed there until it was over. Yeah. She was like, doesn't you know, want somebody oh in that situation to, to help them. Like if your brain's not working properly and it's probably not because you've not had enough sleep, heat mm-hmm. or food, mm-hmm. you got a second brain to rely on that can, that can yeah. take charge when yours is not at its best. That part. But when you're alone, you, you don't have that. So, no. So, and you, and you just self-care, man. Like girl, yeah. when that was over, I was like, uh, I need a vacation. I took a whole week and a half off. I was like, I, As you I mean, yeah, I needed time to just regroup and take care of myself mentally and be like, you're safe. It's okay. Um, so yeah, when you get into these relationships, you know, I guess that's the thing we're looking for. I mean, I'm looking for, I know you are too. I'm looking for just that safety that it's okay to let yeah, your, yeah. your, you can take off your gloves here. You can put your hat over there. You can 
like take it off. Yes, exactly. And I will say that I have been fortunate enough to have a situation in my life at one point in time where it just felt like home. And that's Uh that's what I'm looking for again. Like it needs to feel like home and Uh and the comfort that come with home, the the sometimes messiness that comes with home, like it's it's gonna happen. I'm not saying anything perfect, but that person where like you said you can just you can lay it all down and it feels like home you feel supported and it feels like home yeah and i'm I'm optimistic about finding that i am too and um, you know what just having fun until i do you know like really just learning more and more about people and myself and it's been very entertaining (laughs) as we stumble around pun intended (laughs) (laughs) now closing affirmations we're going to skip past the Black Bachelor because we don't we'll have... Get back to that. Yeah, okay. we're going to... Oh, 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 we're going to get... Because Monday, ain't he going to have... um. This is where they go through the last two? Yeah, I think so. And girl... Uh, some <laughs> interesting because I got some things to say. Depending Baby! On <laughs> girl, when I... I'm going to say this and then we're going on. I feel like a preacher. Oh, just go one more thing to say. No, you don't, nigga. You're going to have another <laughs> fucking four, five paragraphs. Okay. So when, w- w- was it Michelle, the one who was in basketball and it's kind of boxy okay, built? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When Michelle, mama and daddy came to visit and they were like, yeah, she's been really hurt before. And, you know, the last one really took her out. She was with us for a few days and we just, you know, want to make sure that she's not going to get hurt. <laughs> I'm not quite sure why Michelle signed up for The Bachelor at that point, but mm-hmm. girl, I said, well, y'all better get her room ready because this nigga loves <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> what here's, here's what I have to say: if he picks Rachel, the royal family can have him. We can have him, and we will humbly. And gratefully and gratefully accept Prince Harry in exchange for him because we don't want him. We don't want him. The black delegation uh, releases Grub because <laughs> between that antebellum shit and them and them red bottoms he bought her on that day, I said, oh, "Listen, um, listen." I personally think. Okay, maybe I have more to say. I personally think that the next episode, his mother is going to be like, uh, what do you have in common with Rachel? She's a cute girl, but uh, she's actually not really compatible as Michelle is for you. Because Michelle is sweet as pie. Like, honestly, from a compatibility standpoint, she's good for him. Absolutely. And I... So uh, this whole season, I feel like, even though, you know, I'm against the, the Black male trauma that they yeah. displayed, he probably has had some issues connecting with women over the course of his life. And yeah. what I saw with him and Michelle on their date is yeah. a, as genuine of a connection it's, as it looks, one can see yeah. through the eyes of a producer. Between Michelle and Piper, I think it was. Piper, the one with the rest and bitch face. 
Oh, you think he had a, a connection with her? They laughed a lot. Oh, okay. Now, know. he liked the one who that. left him. Yeah, I thought, I thought Brie, too. Yeah. He liked her, but she was like, you know what? No, not Brie. No. Okay, yeah, I yeah, liked Brie, too. I'm talking about the one who looks... Uh, uh, I want to be careful. <laughs> she looks like um, she got family in the Middle East or something. Oh, she... Yes. What I was her name? Simone? Was it Simone? I don't know, but she had a cute little ponytail she used to wear all the time. And she was funny. Now, them too. Now, she's the one who put him in the truck and was like, yeah, I can't do this. You got to go. <laughs> Which was fun to watch, to be honest. Because, yes, you know, yes. I know who you're talking about. I, I cannot think of her name. And I, mm-hmm. I believe you are right. I believe her father was white, but her mother yes. might have been Indian, I believe. That, that's, yes, I'm thinking so. So, yeah, I do believe that he would have picked her if she would have went all the way to the end. Because hmm. he was he was mad when she left. But it didn't or... matter. She didn't, she didn't want to be there. Her sister was like, no, no. I didn't like that her sister did that, though. Because I didn't see what her sister saw, but I guess her sister know her. But I feel like as soon as her sister said that negative shit, she was like, and that's how it be. You know what I'm saying? You be on cloud nine about this new nigga. And you be seeing, because you can't see what they can see. You be like, oh, girl, he did he that. And then and the, your, uh, your closest friend or your sister or your mother be like, yeah, about that. Uh, did you see how he uh, talks to blah, 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 blah? And you be like, oh, he do. He do oh, chew with his mouth open. I didn't even... Oh, I don't know if I could do that for the rest of my life. Chew it with your mouth open. <laughs> Bitch, that shit didn't bother you two weeks ago sucking his dick. The fuck? So now all of a sudden, you all feeling in some kind of way. when Because honestly, she was not feeling like that before. Yeah, she had butterflies and fairies. All that. Talking about some, uh, I think I'm not falling in love with you. Uh-huh. And then her mama came and, and all of a sudden, she ain't know what to do. But... Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I guess we did have our black bachelor moment. But yeah, closing dating affirmations. What what say you? Um, you know, mine came from this woman. I caught the tail end of her her discussion. She she has books. She has YouTube videos. Um, her name is Mel Robbins. Oh yeah, Mel Robbins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she said something that. I really resonated with, especially when it comes to dating and specifically dating apps. Mm-hmm. Um, so my closing affirmation is you're never starting over. You're starting from experience. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Which honestly, when you think of starting from experience, that means you get a head start. Right. Like, you know, a person with experience starting a job versus a person with no experience you got a little bit of understanding what's what's in, what's gonna go down like yeah I like that yeah yeah what about you mine is okay so I have two okay so the first one is and I call myself babe when I'm having like a moment so I, I say I love the <laughs> so my positive affirmation uh, while dating is going to be uh, as it comes to these apps you know in this whole swipe left swipe wipe you know whatever yeah. it's okay babe I am so in love with you and I am so proud of you 
Because sometimes you do get rejected and you'll be like, damn, bitch, what's wrong with me? It's like, no, 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 it's okay, babe. I'm so, I'm in love with you, bitch. I am. <laughs> and I'm proud of you. You gave it a shot. Now move the fuck on. There's 20 other niggas on here. Come on. So the second one. But, That's a lion and whatnot. Girl. The second one is I'm not going to lay down who I am for this. Because sometimes, you know, I feel like kind of like, you know, bringing my representative to the table. You ever hear people say, you know, when you meet somebody, you meet their representative and then you get to meet the yeah. real them after three to six months or whatever. I want to be my authentic self. And I don't want to lay that person down because I don't feel like, you know, oh, well, you know, he, because my mother, my mother, like, people would never guess. She doesn't curse. She's very sweet. She's like, oh, everybody's, you know, just calm down. You don't have to be so emotional. You don't have to yell. And I'm like, what, bitch? Ah! You know, like, just absolutely, <laughs> separately, just, we're just too different. And sometimes I feel like I have to like dumb that down or just kind of like, you know, uh, bring it down a notch. And at the same time, it's like, but that is me. That's that me. Is me. I am loud and I am fun and I am, you know, I'm very emotional. I am dramatic and I'm and not going to lay that down to do this. And you deserve someone who is open to all that you authentically are. Yeah, goofy yeah. as fuck. Here I come. And I love it. <laughs> so that's it, girl. We did. Right. This is a good one. Until next time, y'all. All right, y'all. Well, you know, we try to do these like every Sunday, um, but we are in the process. Well, my girl is in the process of moving, so you may see this sporadically spread out, but we're coming back with some more consistency within a few weeks so we'll see you then bye, bye.